Heyo, this is Isaac, your host of the Missionaries and Misconceptions podcast. I'm so pleased to have you as a listener today. What a great day today is. God is doing so much, and we are all so blessed to be part of his plans. Today, my friend and squad mate, Noelle, made time to join us for a bit and share. Hi, I'm Noelle. Throwing up a peace sign, you can't see it. It's there, trust me. <laughs> um, first off, where are you from, Noelle? I'm from Austin, Texas. Okay. What compelled you to go on the world race? So I was blessed to live in a community of a lot of alumni racers. So whenever I moved to Austin, Texas sophomore year, I um, got to witness a lot of my friends go on their own world race journey, which um, led me to be very interested. And through prayer, the Lord affirmed me that that was my calling. And that also was his plan for me. So it was really sweet to get to watch people go through it, but also have my own, um, my own story in that. That's a really cool opportunity. Uh, what did that journey of saying yes to God look like for you? It looked, man, I found the race sophomore year, but that was before I actually started pursuing God. So I definitely had it in the back of my mind and it said yes before I actually said yes, if that makes sense. Um, I went through a lot of disobedience to the Lord and just a lot of anxiety and depression and godlessness, yet still having the race in the back of my mind. And whenever I started pursuing the Lord, I um, actually was able to think about what I was doing and the repercussions and then physically say yes and know that that was what the Lord wanted me to do and that it wasn't out of my own desires and selfishness and willingness to go travel or to do this cool thing and show off to my friends, it was something that the Lord had called me to individually. Wow. Um, Can you share a sacrifice you've had to make to come on this journey? I feel like I haven't had to make too many sacrifices because the Lord really pruned my life senior year where like the friends I would have had to say goodbye to, the Lord took me away from those and the comfort that I had in Austin, Texas, the Lord like cut me out of so I was very much already doing mission work and very uncomfortable in Austin which made it easy for me to transition over on the race it felt a lot like life just in a another place so I I feel like I could just be basic and say comfort and that measure up because it is it is uncomfortable in the sense where you never know what you're doing whenever you come on the world race you are given tasks and you do not know when they're going to change or if they're going to be stable for any period of time and you just you just do it you just go out and you do it so actually yeah maybe like sacrifice of control okay it took me a while to get there yeah control for sure okay on a scale of one to ten how weird are you ten i I would like to consider myself one of the squad crackheads in the sense where whenever I am surrounded by other crazies, I come alive and I make really weird jokes and have no impulse control in what I say. So I'm very confident in my answer 10. Uh, We definitely have a few uh, crackheads on the spot, (laughs) as you say. (laughs) 100%. They're they're a core piece, though. Um, Can you tell us about uh, your role on the team? Yeah, I 
So to preface, my team is a team of bold personalities. We are all very much, we very much know who we are in Christ and know what our passions are and pursue those very boldly. We all have a lot of different opinions, um, so sometimes that clashes and it is easy to forget what our specific role is because we're all very bold in the same way. Um, but I think it's sweet because the Lord has placed me on there as an encourager. Not many people on my team are words of affirmation people or know how to receive compliments. So the Lord has allowed me to really call out the good in what we do and the godliness and um, the things we get to pursue. So um, yeah, definitely getting to step into my role as an encourager and leaning to God and what his word says for that. Okay, that's awesome. Um, have you seen any fruit from fulfilling that role on the team? Yeah, I definitely has. Uh, has I definitely? I definitely has. <laughs> I feel like my um, my team has gotten really used to calling out things when you see it, whether that is good or is bad. Yeah, one of my teammates is walking past, and she says, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> where we um, have begun to make that a reflex, where whenever we see someone being God to someone we get to be like wow insert person here that was really cool that the lord used you in that way but if we also see something that may not be of their character or be of jesus we get to call that out when we see it too we're we're learning how to make feedback and encouragement and um just talking to one another a part of our culture which is really cool yeah um can you address one or two common misconceptions about mission work oh yes i can the first one, specifically with the world race, is um, that it's very luxurious and you do adventures all the time and you come on the race and suddenly you're bungee jumping every single weekend and like you're always doing the coolest things and because that's very much how it is displayed to people applying for the race. So a lot of us come into it thinking, all right, we're going to see all the elephants and do all of the things but whenever you kind of come here it's, it's just life like being a missionary is just life regardless of what organization you do it through while we do have really sweet opportunities on the side of what we do in um our week and our our schedule a lot of it is just going to school and teaching english or doing manual labor or just going to the night market and meeting locals it's not always doing something extremely extravagant What's a hurdle that you've had to overcome? I actually just found this out two days ago. It's perfect timing for the podcast. Um, I have really struggled with remembering why I'm here this past month. The Lord has really gifted me in creating relationships on people and other squads that are out on the field right now. And having to leave those friendships behind as I come on the field was really hard for me. I questioned a lot, am I an adequate part of the squad? Am I being pursued by these people? Am I an adequate part of my team? And just forgetting how intentional the Lord was with placing me on the squad and like calling me to my team and calling me to these specific countries. And um, yeah, the Lord's really been able to affirm me and why I'm here. And it's been a pain in the butt. <laughs> but I can confidently say now that I look at the people on the squad and the countries I'm in and know that the Lord's hand is over this 100%. That's great. 
what has God been showing you most recently? I, man, this kind of ties in to the last thing. <laughs> we're going to, we're sure. going to do a part two, continue. Okay. I know. <laughs> um, along with everything and having to overcome, like, I guess it's like a, a stem of insecurity in a sense. The other, the other night I got to spend some really cool time with the father where he was super intentional about showing me everything that he has done to place me here and I don't know showing me like kind of walking me through my testimony and the parts of my life where I did not pursue God and did not follow God the parts of my life that were ruled over by sin or anxiety and depression and showed me exactly where he was in those moments and how he was still fighting for me even whenever I was basically spitting in his face and telling him he wasn't good enough for me um which has been so sweet to have this confidence that my father loves me regardless of um, of what I've seen in my past and what I've done to him. He pursues me and chose me and straight up made me even though he knew there would be years of my life where I for, like, forsaked him. Um, which is sweet because these are all things that I've already known, but he's bringing me, he's bringing me back to the simple truth this month. I think that's a very good summary of what he's been showing me. It's just establishing the foundation that he created my faith on. Yeah, yeah, it's so important to have that, oh my for God. sure. Yeah, we need to be reminded. We are forgetful humans, yes. for sure. When you arrive in heaven, what would you like to hear God say? I, I think, super simple. I mean, what it shows in the Bible is just, well, good, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. I, just thinking about, like, that being, Like, imagining the Lord looking at us and, like, saying anything is crazy. Even if he's roasting me, I would be like, oh my gosh. I also, like, if he looked at me and was just like, Noel, just said my name. I think I'd lose it. I think I would lose it if he looked at me and said toast. Genuinely, he could do or say anything and I'd be like, oh my goodness. What is this? That's that's a good point. Can you give an encouraging word or a piece of advice for current and future missionaries? Yeah. Do do not overthink what you're doing or set up expectations for everything that you are about to pursue. Um, Expectations are some of the most dangerous things, and it is so important to just walk into whatever the Lord's calling you to with your arms wide open. And just being trusting in him knowing that he is going to lay his hand on anything you pursue through him and that he has already walked it and created those relationships that you are meant to have or set apart the work that you are meant to do and that you can be expectant without setting expectations you can know the lord's going to do good things and faithful things and his glory is going to be made known without actually creating this image in your head of what you're going to be doing um so yeah just trusting him your arms wide open but not creating your own little fantasies in your head. Super important. Yeah, that's so good. Noel, it truly has been a blessing to have you on our show. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? And simply Jesus loves you guys. Any one of you, I'm pointing at the microphone. Any one of you homies listening, Jesus loves you. Straight up facts. Read it in the Bible. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> simple enough. 
Um, I want to thank all of you for taking time and listening to this podcast, and I hope you all gain wisdom and some entertainment from listening today. And until next time, be blessed. Oh, that's such a cute